We are back. It is week five of this NFL 2022 season preview. We're getting you ready for kickoff. We're less than a month away. We're getting there. What is it? September 8th. Let's go. Let's do it. But hey, we're talking more teams, more previews. I got the NFC nine through 12. So middle of the road, not at the bottom, but they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Sean's got the AFC. We got some more housekeeping notes and three and outs. We're going to talk uh, wealthiest players at each position. So stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button. It's Nickel and Dime. Sean, we're getting closer, closer to that sweet, sweet kickoff. I can't wait to hear the red zone channel go off for the first week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like they, there's somebody online who basically just replays uh, Dan Hansen's, whatever his name is. Like they play his intro. And they're Chris like, Hansen? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, I feel like that's a friend of mine. You know what I mean? You gotta, it is. His voice, like I just, his voice is synonymous with, the red zone and like that's I, honestly i really think that's how the bulk of us fans are taking in their, that content that football content on sunday it's just yeah, we get everything because we want it all you know yeah especially you know like it's it's like you, you're not you you watch an out-of-market team so you got to go digging for the bucks sometimes but i mean your team's good so they're on fox and right. things like that you know but right like, some Sundays I don't feel like trying to find a link or dig for the Panthers game. So I'm like, if something cool happens, Red yeah. Zone's going to let me know. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. I, I follow it on my phone. I see who's doing well. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, we're watching Red Zone. Well, and that's the thing is like, I want, I want the NFL to, it may be just leads to a deeper conversation. Right. But uh, let me get, I want to, I want your actual opinion on this too. But like, do you think they give us too much overload sometimes? Because not only do we have to pay attention to red zone, which we like because it gives us everything all there, but we're also paying attention to our fantasy squads. We might have stuff that we don't, you know what I'm saying? So like, well, well let me ask, answer your question with a question. All right. Would you have it any other way? If it was something else, no. <laughs> if it was something else, no. Exactly. Football, and don't get me wrong, you know me. I'm a sports fan. You know what I mean? Right. I love my my Braves. I love, you know, hockey. I love basketball. Yeah. Uh, but I can't take that much content in any other sport other than football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I literally could watch. Like, when the season was kind of falling apart and we got football every single day. Yeah. Didn't get tired of it. Mm. Nah, that's the that's the thing. Cause it, you know, I mean, even when they out, they'll pull you back in. But it's it's always some compelling storyline or 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 you have a favorite player that's on a different team that you finally get to see. You know what I mean? And, or some crazy game that was good for no reason. And not not only that, but since we're a pretty blue collar show, right? Like I'll say this, it actually is better for the NFL to be having so many games and so many different days because not everybody has the same schedule. Right. So there's always football when you get time, you know, like, you and that makes there. it even better. You know, when you hadn't watched a game in a week and a half, just cause stuff, life, life, work, and yep. you sit down and you get to watch that game. Oh, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. I like it. I like All right. It. Well, uh, in true off season fashion, you know, when the NFL kicks up camp, we got housekeeping notes galore. So let's go ahead and kick into that. Cause we got a lot of them. <laughs> Uh, Bears linebacker Smith requests a trade, says Chicago doesn't value him. How do you feel about that, Sean? I think they he thinks that they don't value him because they're not putting the talent around him and trying to really maximize Roquan on his rookie deal. Like, he hadn't been in the league that long. His first year, whatever. But then, like, he started to come on and, and show you he was the, the player that they drafted him to be. And now – He's making noise because honestly, like it just comes. Honestly, I, I feel like it comes from a good place because he wants to win. Right, and they're not in position to do that. <laughs> no, hey, yeah. they, who knows? They might end up on by nine through twelve today. Oh, or do they find it into the bottom of the NFC? 
Uh, NFL says Rogers' use of ayahuasca does not violate the drug policy. Man, well, next offseason is going to be the offseason of ayahuasca, okay? That means, <laughs> that means everybody else getting on board, you know? Yeah, who would you – if you had to go through – because I've done – like I've watched some of the shows and read up on it because it fascinates right. me. Right. But I don't know if I could do it. But if you had to go through it with an NFL player <laughs> – <laughs> who would you want? Who would you want to go through ayahuasca? With? Who would I want to go? Honestly, can can we take former players and I'll give sure. I, it's yeah. a layup answer. Pat McAfee, man, like let, let's go. Okay, I'll go Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> even better, even better. Who right? unfortunately got arrested on suspicion of a DUI? Today. <laughs> I saw that just before <laughs> the show, and like I was actually when I saw that headline, man, I was thinking about what his arrest was actually like and, and no oh. marshawn like they like the cops was probably like man i'm marshawn man i'm sorry i want to do this but i got, I got to do. right right it's seven and in like, the morning my dude right and marshawn was probably like i understand bro you know like, <laughs> can you take my sandwich with me right you know so hopefully he's all right but uh yeah that sucks yeah uh mri reveals serious knee injury for jets beckton done Kai for the beckton. year Avulsion fracture of the kneecap is the official diagnosis. Man, listen, uh, avulsion. I that, I mean, I'm gonna have to look that up. And uh, this is something <laughs> that I, I we're talking to, to two people who kind of dabble in the medical field in their day job, and that that that's a that's a different word to me. Yes, 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 and. Uh, He's going to be out for the year. The, the yeah. question, this is, is big for them because he was going to apparently move over to the other side since they, you know, they got another tackle in there. But regardless, they just drafted him a couple years ago. So this was big a full season yet. for him. This was a, going to be a huge year. So I'm interested to see how this happens or what happens with Mekhi back then moving forward, uh, coming back off a, uh, off a knee. I just hope he's not one of those, man, he could have been cases in a couple of years you know yeah yeah a lot of talent though a lot of yeah. talent yeah. yeah uh the cincinnati Bengals now play at paycor stadium they got got the rights yeah yeah what is what is what is what is that uh uh my wife told me and now i've completely forgot it's a big company in in cincinnati and it's based in cincinnati i think it's medical right Me, okay. like it's either that makes sense. she's telling me it's medical or marketing it's one of the two that my brain is trying to remember yeah yeah but hey an another great news for oh they do uh hr and payroll okay i was way off <laughs> so they yeah. just decided they wanted a stadium you know yeah. what i mean like they yeah. just decided they wanted but apparently they are cincinnati you know what yeah. i mean so good for them and burrows improving had some light throwing at camp today after his appendectomy, what was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Good for him, man. I mean, yeah. right on schedule. No need to really get in there in the preseason, you know. Nope. Uh, NFL owners unanimously approved the Broncos sell to the Walmart-led group. Oh, it's those Waltons? Yeah, that's the Wow. With wow. Condoleezza Rise and yeah. Hamilton, the – uh, driver, the British uh, indie driver, yeah, Formula Lewis, One, driver. Lewis Hamilton, Lewis yeah. Hamilton, yeah. Sir Lewis Hamilton. He's knighted. Yeah. Oh man, <sighs> I mean, that's 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 big company right there, right? You know I mean, right? That's, that's just an odd group to own the Denver Broncos. Money is Walmart, money. a driver, and Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, <laughs> probably Russell money. Wilson when he finally retired, yeah. or does he go back to Seattle and buy it? Uh, depending on how this ownership group goes, it might be an opening for Russ. So maybe, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt requests a trade. Cleveland says, nah. Yeah, that was quick. That was that was very quick. Uh, the hold in that was not, I guess, yeah. I, it, he went there uh and he's just not in a position to kind of ask for that he is a backup he's one and, and not only that I mean, the, but one of the best backups one of the best backups one of the most highly paid backups too he is top 10 as far as per do dollar per year apparently right so um 
like a number eight, I think, randomly enough as a backup. So Nick Chubb also wants more carries. Kareem Hunt, you kind of not in a position, you know what I'm saying? The Browns also saved his career too. So yeah, don't they they still have to Ernest Johnson too on the squad, don't they? Who yes, came they on do. last year? So yep. bye so, Kareem. That yeah. <clears throat> Uh, as far as early camp quarterback battles go, uh, rumors are Geno Smith in Seattle and Baker Mayfield in Carolina are leading, I guess, Drew Locke and Sam Darnold. That is interesting. Not necessarily yeah. Baker the Mayfield. The Baker right? knew that, but right. but Geno. Geno. Yeah, Geno. Geno, uh, he's a steady Eddie. I wonder I if mean, there's he... a reason he's still in the league. Yes. Yes. So maybe you would hope for Geno's sake, right? Maybe this is the perfect storm for him. Like, you know, it's going to be that year, but I am very interested as, as well as I, you know, ask you as well, how to see if he wins the job, how they come out and play, you know? That's very, I mean, he's one of those dudes that I could see the team just rallying around, you know, like a Trent Dilfer yeah. or a or Brad Johnson. <clears throat> it's always easy to root for a guy who, it, it, the expectations aren't there. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's easy to root for. So, yeah, yeah. man, like, uh, we'll see. I mean, they schedule. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, dude, their schedule is ridiculous. Uh, Ravens uh, give – we were talking about how Boswell tied Tucker for the highest-paid kicker. The Ravens, like, nah, nah, gave him four more years. <laughs> now he's the highest-paid kicker again. Four more years. Yeah. Are you surprised by that at all? Nah. Yeah, because I mean, he's a kickers are anything but consistent these days, but he's as, as consistent as it gets. I feel like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, unfortunately, his misses are pretty notorious, but big they are big. But how many other teams would actually love to have that, especially if if he's a guy that can put you over the top? Like, say, if if you put Justin Tucker on the Chargers, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that. So six mil is not that much money for a clutch a guy like that. Sixty-six yeah. yard bomb kicker, you know. <laughs> oh, you talking about Justin Reed? Did you see that? Oh, I did see that. Man hit a sixty-five yarder at Chiefs camp. Yeah, was it sixty-seven? I mean, that's that's worth an extra mil on the contract, is it not? Right, backup you know kicker. Backup kicker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ravens just keep piling on the good news, which after last year they can use. They officially get running back J.K. Dobbins back. That is big. Yeah. That is big because when we were doing the research for uh, maybe this show, maybe the next show, I don't know where they're at on the list, but I will tell you this. There's a big old Q next to J.K. Dobbins' name. Uh, So that's huge news. That is huge news, Drew. Yes, sir. Uh. Hard knocks coming up. They got the Detroit Lions this year. And from what I've read, Aiden Hutchinson, their first round pick, uh, saying Billy Jean and quote, most entertaining rookie singing moment in show history. Drew, that's saying something. Right? That's saying they've had, something. They've had some, they've had some 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 uh some shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's actually one of the highlights of <clears throat> The hard knocks yeah. like season is it not? You know what I mean. The rookies get picked though. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And it like it's made some. It's made for some iconic moments. Every time the rookie show from the year two thousand Ravens camp comes up, I die laughing when they impersonate Shannon Sharp. Like the rookie show is dude, the that best. bucket. So, that bucket hat had me oh, in tears, dude. Yes, I mean bucket hat still be out there. If you if you watch some training camp photos, you'll see a bucket hat. I'd wear one too if I had to go to training camp tomorrow. I, that would be I'd be like, hey, let me get my team's bucket hat <laughs> right now. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Got to protect I, the ears, you know. I I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. Listen, like uh, I I really I do I do enjoy I do enjoy that man. I do enjoy it. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. It's hard to say. I've been excited for Hard Knocks last few years, but I'm kind of excited. It's the Lions. It's Campbell yelling at people. It's the Lions. Hey, did you did you see the uh, did you see the trailer with uh, Jamal Williams? Like no, getting, but he seems like he's so entertaining. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, like dude has been just charisma. Every interview I've seen of that dude. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of hyped. Uh, last housekeeping note I got is just <laughs> the poor Browns. 
fear slot receiver Grant, who's been killing it in camp, has torn his Achilles and will miss the year. That is unfortunate, um, especially him being on uh, on a new team in a new situation. You always want to come out and shine. Thing, yeah. He, and he all was, accounts so. was shining. Yeah. We'll see what's going now on. Now is the is the time of the year where those uh injuries just keep rolling in though, you know. Yeah, it, but you hate it though, because it's like the, the promise to be though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's so much hope for whoever, and everybody's like everybody's excited, and it's it's just the worst time. But as a fan for your team, is it not the if it's gonna happen, shouldn't happen, it happen now. now, you know, and not the first round of the playoffs that breaks your heart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's kick it into three and out because my first, I'll go first down uh, on you because that kind of matches up. Uh, now that the injuries have started rolling in, which NFT NFC team should be more concerned about their O line woes, Green Bay or Tampa Bay? I got to go with Green Bay on that one uh, only because t- Tampa, well, I don't even want to say it's a bias because all of the, most of the news that I'm going to follow is Tampa based. And there's not really a lot of worry about this offensive line. Like apparently those boys are getting after it. It's going to be all right. Right. And they, they're, and look who they're going against though. Now, not to say that the green Bay offensive line isn't going against slouches. Right. But like Vita Vea, Keem Hicks, you know, every day. Um, and I feel like the losses are a lot bigger for Green Bay. I mean, back to Yari, who knows when he's going to come back, right? Like right. Elgin Jenkins is a damn is a damn good tackle, and that's their book ends. Like, yes, the center is an important position, but Hainsey, Hainsey's been he's been holding his own, which is okay. what I can say going against that defensive line. So I'm I'm a little worried about the Packers because the Packers schedule was just as tough as ours, and uh, I think we can still pull these games out. Very well answered, sir. Nice. Nice. All right. That, does that lead us right into second down? Second I feel down. Like, I feel like since it's such a good question, like it should be like an it, it should be a lay. It should be a layup. So this is like second and three. We'll say second and three. Okay. Right? Offense humming. Offense humming. We got it. Okay. We're going, uh, no, we're going no huddle. Let's go. Going no, no huddle. Let's go. Since mentioning the Saints uh, should be on the radar, it seems that the football cognizance has kind of caught on. And this this train is kind of it is going off the rails a little bit, Drew. So I guess that's my question to you. Is this Saints hype train too big? Double question. And should we be concerned about a flop? I mean, I don't think we should be concerned about a flop. I think we, <laughs> I think we'll welcome a flop very much. So, you know what I mean? Like right. Saints fall flat on their face. Mwah. You know what yeah. I mean? But like they got too much talent, man. But I'm worried about Michael Thomas's health. You know, I don't know. Can he play a whole season? Right. Uh, can any of those other wide receivers step up? Like we, yeah, we're ready to hand Alave the keys of the kingdom, but he's still a rookie. So he can do rookie things. Good point. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like I got faith in the dude this year, but you really, really that confident. If Jameis Winston is your, you're banking your entire season on that dude. That's the, that's the, that's the thing. I, I think it will, obviously it's the, it's the thing. It's the biggest thing, uh, the quarterback, you know I mean? What I, what I wonder though, is like, there's been so much positive in the media coming out about him and like, obviously you're not going to give net, you're not going to put negative stories out there, but I wonder what the negatives are behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't be all positive. So just to like to Drew's point, we've seen Jameis. We know what he's capable of offensively. We know what he's capable of turning the ball over. So that's their biggest question. Alvin Kamara is not going to be there. Michael Thomas also needs to stay healthy for it. So, like, there's some questions. First-year head coach, transition. I, it can't all be roses, but the potential is there for them. Exactly. I think I think with the NFC being as down as it is, right? people are saying they're better than most. Which could be the case. Like, they could yeah. just, by default, be better because the NFC is down as a whole. You're right. Right, but I don't feel like they're a legitimate threat to taking the division. 
or anything okay. like that. You know what I mean? But they are probably gonna make the playoffs. That's how I feel about it. Well, with your with your with your football knowledge, that that feels good for me hearing yeah. it from another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just don't ask me about fantasy football. Also I know about team. football. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like right. football. Just don't ask me about yeah. the player. It, it, it's always good to hear that a rival of your rival thinks that your rival is not good, right? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy. Thing. Enemy of my enemy, baby. All right. Well, I'll, I'll piggyback off that for third okay. down. And we all, I mean, hands down, Tom Brady's the cream of the crop quarterback wise in the division. If you had to have another quarterback start for your team in that division, who are you going with? You know, you got Mariota, you got Baker, you got uh, Jameis. <laughs> I mean, if you want to throw Taysom Hill in there, I won't be mad at you. You know, Ooh, what I mean? man, that's actually <laughs> a good question yeah. because I guess I kind of not necessarily let the cat out of the bag, but I think it was pretty known that like, if Baker was just going to rot on the Browns, I'd have taken him on the Bucks. Why not? I, why not? Like, let him sit behind Tom this year. So I'm saying we, we gave up what a fifth round for him. That's a that's a that's a value add. That yeah. like the that has a, the potential to be a and, huge plus yeah. for what you're getting Baker at. You know what I mean? Like, and Cleveland's paying most of his salary. Win win for everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he's a, pissed. It's a no risk mad. move. One of the one of the one of the best no risk moves that Matt Rule has made. Like you gotta admit, <laughs> and like he... I do have to talk about this because you just hit that switch in my mind. <laughs> my man making the offense run because they celebrated a fifty yard touchdown at camp. My dude, mm. this ah. isn't high school. This isn't college. These are grown men, and they're getting paid to play this game. And this year, especially, they're trying to play to save your job. If if Baker throws a 50-yard touchdown to Higgins, let him celebrate. We need that. You're in no position to run a tight ship, my dude. I, I couldn't have put it better myself. Pissed and that's off. like dude, reading that pissed me off so bad. Yeah, I bet it did, man. Like, and there's there's context to everything. Like, you don't want them to get too high because it's like it's a practice touchdown. You obviously you want to do it in the games, but I think Drew kind of hit the nail on the head. If this is a team that hasn't had a lot of highs <laughs> and this is a rallying point, you you need to let it be that. So, like that maybe that's a sign that it's already going off the rails. And and not only that, but I think. You can have a team, go. yeah, you can have a team that will win in spite of. Like, they already know he's out the door, but they still mess with each other. You know what That'd I mean? That'd be great, man, if we stumble upon some wins, but by all accounts, the team's like, we're done with this dude. You know, so we still have a decent record and we get rid of our head coach. That'd be just, I mean, that's the perfect storm that I'm hoping yeah. for, you know. All right. But I'm at the point now where he's annoyed me enough that if we got to lose to get him out of there, then we got to lose to get him out of there. And I'm prepared. The, rest of the team will still be there. Yeah. yeah. Contracts there. Prepared for it. All right. What you got? Fourth All down. Right. All right. Fourth down, man. Scale of one to 10, Drew. How likely is it that Justin Fields lets the Bears know that he will not be re signing with the team uh, <laughs> in the final year of his contract? Oh, man. That, I mean, already looking at the writing on the wall. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. I mean, if you if you if you taking your career as seriously as you should be, like. But I mean, now we're seeing it. Where's he gonna go? I get him want, not wanting to sign, but are you gonna go the Mariota route? You know what I mean? You're gonna be a backup and hope you get picked up. Like, I don't know if he's like this year's gonna be a huge telltale on if he's gonna be able to do that with authority or not. Because mm -hmm. if he plays bad, he's got nothing to stand on. Like Bears yeah. are gonna be like, you're lucky. You're lucky if we pick you up. Man, and that's the that's the crazy thing is I I really don't think the Bears are in position to kind of really do anything because they know that like the cupboard is bare in Chicago yeah. and he's like, trying to make the wise. best of it. But you're right, he he does have to ball, but with the talent and like how highly they picked him, I think there's a lot of other teams who have quarterbacks now that would take Justin Fields if he were available. I would like if if they don't get it right, I think I think both sides have to 
do their best. Like he has to win, but the team has to do right by him, or else I would probably be out of go, there. Go to Detroit. You know, yeah. stay in and the there division. There would be a market for him. There should be a market. Stay, stay in the division. Take jo- uh, golf. Golf. Yeah. yeah, that would be interesting to see. I would. Uh, I would that love would to be see interesting. that. Battle. Yeah. yeah, you think he re Golf might not even be there, especially if he don't ball this year. Oh no doubt. This is it for him. He might. I mean, unfortunately, it's the NFL. He he might be out of there even if he does ball out. <laughs> you know, that's very true. You know, it's very true. Garoppolo took his throw, team man. to the playoffs two out of three years, and they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's better. There's better. <laughs> we could do better. Yeah. Nice man. Well, uh, that's it for three and out. I got right. a fun little segment for you. Um, I found uh the highest paid players at each position because you know justin tucker just became the highest paid kicker again yes. uh, the ravens made him the highest paid kicker so i wanted to look at the other positions and see who the high and we're doing per year average not guaranteed money signing bonus that gets too complicated right this is how much they get paid a year it's where you want to start you want to start defense and go to offense? You want to do offense to defense? I think, oh, yeah, let's do defense because those are flashier than people think. Let me go okay. defensive end. Defensive end. Uh, TJ Watt. So they did edge rusher. So, edge, yeah. Yeah. TJ Watt, 30 and a half million a year. Mm. Man, imagine just like waking up and being like, regardless of what happens i get 30 million dollars this year yeah yeah that's close to two mil a game mm. <laughs> damn right all, all right we're next all right let's go let's go linebacker let's go linebacker inside linebacker fred, so they just did the linebacker group together and right, it's okay. uh fred warner 19 and a half million a year worth it he's yeah. worth it yeah he's a great is. player He's worth it, man. Um, but look at that difference between getting to the quarterback and being the best linebacker in the game. Right. Arguably. Just from you a couple feet away. Yeah. You yeah. know, just a couple yeah. of feet. But, you know, you can cover a little bit more. I, I love Fred Warner. It was interesting, though, what I like about what I, what's interesting about you saying that he's the highest paid is with that 49er defense, bro. The We talked about it last week. The linebacking core is stout. So who's not going to be there in a couple of years? Right? <laughs> they can't pay them all. <laughs> they can't. They can't. All right. Let's go running back. CMC, 17.2 mil a year. Ooh, that is too rich for my blood. And, and that's crazy because CMC is one at 17 mil. Two is Zeke at 16 mil a year. Okay. And then it okay. falls off to uh uh not Kareem Hunt, but uh, Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. making twelve million a year. He's third. Al- Alvin Kamara is better than both of those, two, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> man, yeah, I, he signed his contract first. True, which is it's, it's all about when you sign. Which I get that. Um, yeah. but uh, he gonna need a little bump up. Maybe not. They probably gonna keep him at twelve because he got suspended for them six games, possibly <laughs> six games. Yeah, I mean, he might be going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. Can't play football in jail. You yeah. can, just not professionally. You're right. <laughs> <I gotta continue. laughs> All right. Uh, where do you want to go next? Oh man, let's go quarterback. It's got to be Rod Rogers. It's right? Mr. Rogers. It's Rogers. Right. Fifty point yes. two mil a year. That's easy. He just signed that. That's right. He just signed. And then that. Kyler right. Murray is too. Can you imagine? Yeah. Damn. Right. That's because he just signed. Look, yeah. Kyler. 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 Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, receiver. Wide receiver. Cooper Cup, 26.7 million a year. Damn. 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 Half. Damn. Half of what is quarterback. Uh, a quarterback's Man. good. Man. That's uh, Cooper Cup is a rich dude. Yeah. Tight end. Tight end. George Kittle, 15.3 mil. But I think Kelsey's okay. like right at 15.2. So it's yeah, really like those probably gave him the same, same, yeah, line, yeah. same contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go. I know center was Ryan Jensen. I well, I just got offensive line. Okay. Yeah. It's we'll back. Go it's back TR. 23 and a half mil. Ooh, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it his 
uh, back injury that's that's uh, hurting him. I don't know what it is, but me, uh, I, think. I don't know what it is. But it is keeping him out, and he's making a lot of money. And I don't like how old is David Bakhtiari? Like I, he's got to be thirty, right? Yeah, I think he's in his thirties, but that's not good. Still man. chugging beer at Milwaukee Bucks game. <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh, and then you got defensive tackle. You got Aaron Donald, thirty-one point six million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, safety, Minka Fitzpatrick, eighteen point four million. Minka's worth that. He's worth yeah. that. Yeah. He's worth that. What about uh, I guess corner that leaves corner? Green Bay's Alexander. There's three players on this list of highest paid players belong to Green Bay at twenty one point seven million. Damn, for them to be uh, what I think are the number what four or five team in the NFC, and y'all got three you in got the top three in the highest paid players. Man, that is not a recipe for success. But is that saying they're eyes. throwing money at the wrong thing? You know what I mean? Like. Not not necessarily because they're the positions that they did are premium positions. Indeed, so like, yeah. Yeah. And then just the la- the long snapper is Josh Harris for the Chargers at 1.4 million. Man, what a life. Right. You know? And then Michael Dixon, the pun highest paid punter at 3.9 million. Okay. I I could do that. Man, that's the thing about being we talked about this before, but like there's nothing stopping us from going out there and learning to punt. learning to kick and punt right now, and we can get into the league. There's nothing. Can you imagine stopping being us from a forty-year-old rookie. <laughs> For I mean, we'd be on every sports channel. Yep. In you the country, what would be most interesting is like we still like our bodies were exactly the same, but we just trained that one leg. <laughs> Monstrous. <laughs> oh, one tree trunk. Yep. Just the just normal average body and like the leg fr- cut from stone, you know, just going out there making $1.4 million. Look like that Family Guy episode where Quagmire finds out about the internet. Except <laughs> <laughs> it would be your leg instead of the arm. <laughs> right. Oh, oh man. man. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the, the, where the money goes. Uh, a lot of NFC, a lot of NFC money. It is for them to be a down conference. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you sure are throwing a lot of money at the problem. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it don't fix everything. Yeah. Man. I, don't, I don't know, man. All right. We, let's, uh, let's get into ready? our nine through 12. You let's got AFC. It, I got NFC. Uh, right. just a quick recap where Sean sits with the AFC. He's got one chargers, two Raiders, three Bengals, four bills, five chiefs, six Broncos, seven Titans, and eight Colts just barely on the outside looking in. Yep. Just with the, barely. With the yes. NFC, I got one Bucks, two Rams, three Packers. Then it's got Eagles, Saints, Cowboys, 49ers with my beloved Panthers just barely missing the playoffs. That's right. Optimistic as hell. Hell yeah. Gotta I be. Love it. I love it, man. I love it. I went all, all right. out for them last year and they did they proved me wrong. So I feel better so just, about just, than I did last year. Just throw money at the problem. Just keep going. I'm like <laughs> Jerry Jones on. thinking the Cowboys are gonna this win the is Super the Bowl. Year. This is the year. This right is now. the year. All right. So you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Number nine right. in the NFC. They had to fall somewhere because they do have some talent. Kind of the best of the rest, you know. Okay. It's the all Arizona right. Cardinals. Yes, for all their highest paid quarterbackness, uh, number nine, number nine. <laughs> yeah, because <that hurts>, <laughs> I mean, they brought in Hollywood Brown, but he's could be having some legal trouble. You know what I mean? And uh, and Hopkins is out. Yep. Uh, they brought in their other big pickup on offense was. Daryl Williams from the Chiefs, the running right. back. Yeah. Um, is Watt going to be healthy? How do they replace Jones? You know, I feel like that was like their identity on defense. Right. Uh, they lost Edmonds. So that was some depth at the running back position. They lost Kurt, made some great plays for him last year. Yeah. Yeah. He went off to Jacksonville. You're right. And uh, I mean, just the, they lost Butler. You know, in the the, yep. the secondary, um, and then just looking at their schedule every single week, 
is going to be a battle. Like yeah. there were not many like cupcake games, if at yeah. all. Yeah. I, man, I really feel like that the schedule makers for every time I hate them, like they were in their bag this year. Like I feel like a lot of the teams that we have previewed, their schedule is front loaded for at least four or five weeks deep, man. They are facing monsters and in great matchups, very intriguing matchups. And it lasts throughout the season, I'm finding. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just a mix of the divisions or whatever, but they, I'm telling you the season is going to be – it's going to be crazy, man. Well, they heard – they're like, y'all don't want Jags, Bears Thursday night? Okay, we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about I, a Super I, Bowl matchup? Right. You know what I'm saying? Potentially. I, I love it. But, Drew, that the – they're paying a lot of money and and there are a lot of things going wrong for the Arizona Cardinals for a team that does have a lot of potential to be sitting that low. So if that happens, what are you thinking about Cliff Kingsbury? I mean, does he go the way of Chip Kelly, you know, the promising college coach that just never really like had some early success, but then just never really figured it out. It, it might be, I don't know if they would, I don't know if they would hold on to him or, or get rid of him, but I definitely know his seat. It, it should be hot. It should I mean, be hot if they don't, you know. And you know NFL teams are quick to pull the trigger on a – Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. What are you thinking in terms of, like – I think if they miss the playoffs, he's gone. Okay. Because he's right. just an easy fall guy. True. With, with, with a team like that, yes. And it, he, it's, it's not like his quarterback's going to stick up for him. His quarterback's not going to be like, no, that's my coach. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think Kyler's doing that. I don't think Kyler's doing that. So I don't. I don't see that happening, man. What do so you, I think uh, they got like six, six to eight wins, depending ooh. on can they beat Seattle twice? Yeah. But I mean, just listen to how they start off. Okay. You know, Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, Panthers, Eagles, Seahawks, Saints, Vikings, Seahawks, Rams. Niners, Chargers. The division does them no favors, though. So if they have to face – facing those other teams, it just – it kind of have, compounds the problem that they they yeah. they really – if they have that early success, they're going to need to sustain it, I, I think. Then they like come they back to. after their bye week and play Patriots, Broncos, Bucks, Falcons, 49ers. Formidable teams in there as well especially towards the back end of that. So no, unless you're counting Seattle, and I mean, I, I see y'all at home counting that. Gino. As long as you, you know, if you're not like, I don't see a lot of, yes, they're definitely going to win those games. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I can't put that pass. Put his money up. Yeah. Without DeAndre Hopkins, who I will add that the video surfaced yesterday of him potentially causing a downfall or at least, making the downfall worse for uh d'angelo hall back in hard knocks talking about hard knocks clips where he broke him after d'angelo hall tried to talk mess to a young deandre hopkins and hopkins broke him doing things that hopkins does uh, that was one of my favorite clips from hard knocks man look i love that up. the joint practice oh yep. man i yep. used to that used to be one of my favorite things about football is watching D'Angelo Hall just get like I remember when Steve Smith had him on the ground and had him picked up by his helmet and was talking trash to him as he had him picked up off the ground only by his helmet. And yeah. D'Angelo Hall's a good three, four <laughs> inches taller than Steve Smith. Yep. And my man had him like, you go listen to me. Steve Smith <laughs> did not care. One of the many instances that Steve Smith proved who he was. Uh, uh, ice up, son. Yeah. Yeah, God, I miss go. those days. Miss them. Right. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you do, man. C Smith's one of a con, though. All right. Nine. Who you got? AFC. Miami Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins. The show Dolphins up. finally show up here. Um, <laughs> you know, the biggest, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest question is Tua. It yeah, it has to be. But no question mark. The rest of the team is really not that bad, which is why the expect I think the expectation should be high for this tampering ass team. Uh my just like having Mostert and Sony Michelle as the three, right? That's crazy. Chase Edmonds is is the one. I don't really necessarily know how it's going in camp, but just like with the backfield, you have Mike McDaniel, who there's no tape out on what he's gonna do, even though he's from the you know it's the like Shanahan a weird dude, system. Right? 
maybe that's what works though. Yeah. I mean, he had he had to get the job for a reason, right? Like he just seems like the type that makes a joke and laughs at his own joke, and he's the only one laughing at the joke. <laughs> Hysterically. Um, but they but also they they got Tyreek Hill, right? You also have Jalen Waddle. So the receiving core there, Cedric Wilson's the three. Um aspect that I mean the line me. looks pretty good, man. Like the line looks pretty good. I mean, they they brought in Teron Armstead, who's over from the Saints, obviously. If you can put that line together along with the defense, like I said, there's not tape out on McDaniel's system. What he's what he's what he himself is gonna run, being from that that Shanahan or McVay system. I can't remember which one right now, but I think it's Shanahan. I think it is too. Um yeah. coupled with the secondary. I know Byron Jones coming off uh an injury, but Holland up and coming safety linebacking core is okay in in the defensive line, especially with uh Jalen the emergence of Jalen Phillips last year. Yeah. Looking pretty good, man. I the schedule is where it gets off for me. So <laughs> I mean that's everyone's problem, right? I, it, it really we just talked about it a second ago, but I will say that Miami, if Tua balls out, man, there is potential for them to upset what people think could happen. I could see Miami making a run. That being said, I got them about nine wins. You know okay. what I'm saying? They could get 10 wins if, 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 if things go, go right. And Tua proves he was the guy who, who thought he was at Alabama. Nice. Hey, man, apparently, you know, if you listen to Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, he throws better balls than uh than Pat than old Patrick. You know? If you listen to <laughs> <laughs> just tune that tune that man out, man. Tune yeah. that man out. All right, number 10. It's Minnesota Vikings. There it is. Yeah. Kirk O'Bangs. I gotta give them credit because they got some talent on this team. You know what I mean? They got uh Dalvin Cook. If he stays healthy, one of the best in the game. Right. Justin Jefferson's ready to just have even more of a big season. Uh, can Adam Thielen bounce back? Uh, right. Can K.J. Osborne keep maturing? They got Irv Smith Jr., who's no slouch at tight end. No, nah, they need him to step up, though. They, he's got a – I mean, that's I guess that's part of it, right? But Right, right. Uh, they got Kellen Mond, like you said, backing up. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, they still got um, the. They brought in Zadarius Smith. They re-signed Patrick Peterson. Harrison Smith's back from uh, injury plague season. They brought in that safety from Georgia. Uh, it was seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got Cam Dantzler. Um He's got a he. It it might be he he needs he needs this year. Yeah. Well, they got Andrew Booth backing him up to another year. That's player, right. So yeah, that's right. Ready okay. to pull that trigger if he doesn't. Yeah, pan out, you know. Yep. But I, I, a lot of talent on this team. It's just El Capitan. (laughs) (laughs) It's Kirk Cousins' team, and he just has not shown us he can get over that hump. Drew, like weirdly enough, talking about Kirk Cousins, man, and you'll you'll get a kick out of this. But there are two very prominent podcasts that I listen to, and it is now like just in this week alone, one copied the other, but like one has now been named the Kirk Cousins scale, and like he is if is your quarterback better or worse than Kirk Cousins? That is the name of the podcast. Very prominent show. That is uh, fantastic. And then. The ringer of all shows copied it and they call it the Kirk Cousins scale of comp- of, of competence or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So like people are definitely on the train. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean the Kirk- <laughs> and, but the Vikings aren't. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is that that that's just the tone deafness is a problem, right? Out of all the quarterbacks that jumped on the carousel this year, the Vikings don't think, hey, maybe we should grab one. Right, right, and they're, they're they're out there to be had too. They still could bring Jimmy G in, go to the playoffs. That would be a little saucy, but they they're too wrapped up in Kirk though. I with, know with the money they got too much, way too much money going. Yeah, there, dude. but they, they re-upped. <laughs> they could have walked away. Ah, uh, but they got a tough schedule. They got Green Bay Eagles one two. And yep. then they got a very hungry Detroit Lions team at week three. 
division Saints matchup. Saints at four. And then they got the Bears, but then they got the Dolphins. They got a very early bye. Then they yeah. come back with Cardinals, Commanders, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots. Yeah. So I got them winning six to seven games. Man. Okay. That's not that's not great. I could see no. six six to seven wins, and I am a hundred percent looking to get out of that Kirk Cousin contract. You know what I'm saying? What I mean, Dal- you think they what beat Alvo doing? Right. I mean, do they beat beat an improved Jets team? They got to play them later on in the year. Mm-hmm. Do they beat the Colts? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Colts. A lot of tough teams. Yeah, a lot of tough. And that's that's what I, I love about the the intrigue that is a lot of the matchups in the season is because for every, t- every team is coming in with their own questions and every week they get a chance to prove and then the questions are going to change. The narrative will change. That's why we're here. Based week. on how they do it. And I love it, man. To ask I love the it. new questions that pop up every week. Yep. Yep. All right, so I want you got number 10 in the number AFC. Baltimore Ravens, my guy. Oh, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Fell. I forgot you hadn't called their number yet. I have not. I have not yet. They 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 were going to have some questions. You mentioned they just got J.K. Dobbins back, which is going to help. But what about Gus Edwards and the rest of the, the rushing attack? You know what I mean? Like Can't put it on one dude, especially yeah. a dude coming back. Yeah, and it's just – it's the receivers for me, man. I, I'm not a believer in – Rashad Bateman and Devin DuVernay and James Proch at this point. I'm not, I'm not. And Mark Andrews is there, but they still don't have anybody behind him though. You know what I'm saying? Like Nick Boyle, who was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and Ronnie Stanley's coming off an injury. Tyler Lindebaum is now, uh, has an injury and they're, yeah. they're very concerned about that. Rookie. That's what I'm saying. So apparently they're also changing to a zone blocking scheme just because they're drafting him and what he can do. That's a problem, man. That is a problem. It's still Baltimore, though. And the ball, and what it what does that mean? Baltimore's defense they is still win good. games. They do. They win games and they can you can't deny what coaching and what the, he's able to do with that rushing attack on Lamar Jackson. That's that's a given as long as Lamar is not injured, and then what the defense is giving you is not in, is a given as well. So, just think, last year they almost were five hundred with no secondary and no running backs. Yeah, barren. I mean, it was it was uh, it was it was a desert. It was a desert over there. It seemed like you know every I mean? running back or cornerback they signed tore his his ACL or his Achilles within like two weeks of something. Yep. But that being said, like 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 Drew was saying, I mean, there's still the defense. Um, there's a couple of injuries. They 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 drafted really well. How quickly we forget. I mean, David Ajabo is coming off that injury, and he's their backup. You know what I'm saying? They got Kyle Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Starting over Chuck Clark right now. Yeah, I don't know how that's going in camp, but like <laughs> the defense is the defense is there. So like they well, then they released Kyle Hamilton getting smoked. Like one of the first few days of camp, but I mean, I mean he's you a got rookie. to knock your rookie peg down yeah. or two. You know what I'm saying? I got to knock him down a peg or two. Yeah. Okay, how tall you are? Yeah. Go home. Yeah. I, I did hear uh, randomly, and I'm talking about camp whispers that uh, Carl Lawson was like talking about Sauce Gardner. He was like, "No, he's a mod. And, uh, until you make plays on the field, he's a mod in camp to us." That's, yes, I mean you got I to love it. Can't let that dude come in with a big nah. Hit. Let like him earn I know, it. I, then I let know him what his chain says. He can be sauce in college, but you know, paraphr- <laughs> paraphrasing at this point. But he like, ain't sauce yet. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Love it, dude. You ready for number eleven? Let's do it. Might catch catch you off guard a little bit. I'm oh big now. come up, big come up. It is the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I got them making a jump this year, man. They 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 they're looking good on paper. Uh, I think Campbell can keep golf in check. I think Swift they can just run the ball, play defense. You know, yeah. Swift, Jamal Williams. They brought in Justin Jackson. I didn't know that. So a little pickup to be number three. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'd take that. Uh, Saint Brown um, had a Echomenius, yeah. Came uh came out a little bit last year, had had some some good games. Yeah, I I like his potential, and you know what I'm saying like building on what he did last year for sure. DJ Chark came over. 
think that could be a good pickup. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Jameis Jameson Williams has to recuperate at some point. So yeah. That's going to be amazing to watch in Detroit. Once he once he gets healthy, I I I I want to see how he comes along and like what that offense is at that point when he's able to come back and what he's going to bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he doesn't need to come in and, and immediately be that guy at that point either, which would be great. Right. Uh, and then, you know, hoping for a big step up from Hawkinson too at the tight end spot. Yeah. But uh, then they got the defense, you know, you got Aiden Hutchinson with the, with the pick, the first round pick, they got Michael Brockers. Um, Solid tackle. Yeah. Yeah. And then the I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm hoping Jeff uh, Akuda comes back strong this year. I, right. I think he was a very great looking prospect when he was actually on the field. Oh, damn. I said, it's right. Like I said, Equimedius. I meant Amon Ra St. Brown, his brother. Yes. <laughs> Who is the right St. Brown? <laughs> but he had a great, he had a great year last year, I think, with what yes. little talent. Detroit had yeah I, think I feel they, like anytime golf threw it down the field and one of his receivers caught it it was St. Brown yeah and now they still got like, Quintez Cephas too who had a couple of great games he's uh I've seen a couple of highlight catches from his in training camp so maybe this means he's about to step up as well but like there, there should be opportunity there I'm them being at number 11 out of 16 teams in the NFC comes down to I think they got a great coach who's going to will them to a win if he's got to do it himself. Yeah. And I think this team and the NFC being down and this team has enough talent to surprise some people beat up on the bears, you know, steal right. a game or two. They got, uh, <clears throat> they got, uh, the AFC East. I mean the NFC East, you know, yeah. beat up, steal one from the commanders beat up on the giants. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got Jacksonville on their schedule. They got the Jets on the schedule. And get some wins, I mean, man. Yeah, they can definitely get some wins. I so think I think I Detroit six, largely six, seven wins from Detroit, and it's happy, you know. I'm I'm very curious to see now that you have them on your list. I'm very curious to see next week if I get into it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. I think yeah. next week will be fun. It's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of potential, man. Um. So what do you think? Like how many? You said six, seven wins for them? Yeah. Six, seven wins. I yeah. I can see it. I can see it. All I right. Think, I think they can steal some. Who is it me? Is uh? Yeah, Tom got number eleven. All right, number eleven. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. God, Steelers, how? Man. They just don't just go the away. the depth of the they're, AFC. They're year. still right there. They're still right there. And that, like, just off the top, there's a lot of variance of Pittsburgh because if, again, like many teams with that are right there, if, they, if this quarterback thing goes right, Drew, this team is pretty stacked. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I man. I think Mitchell like, Trubisky is going to play pretty well. He should. There's a team around him. I mean, you got second-year Najee Harris and Benny Snell Jr. That's a formidable rushing group, right? It's the receivers for me, though, Drew. They yeah. just paid Deontay Johnson. You have Chase Claypool, who is a monster, has been, even though when he's a knucklehead. Well, even though he's a knucklehead, but he's a monster. And by all indications, it has been many people saying George Pickens is lighting it up in training camp. And that's, that's number three. They also have Calvin Austin, right, as a, as a four. So they're, they're receiving groups deep. Their starter, Pat Fryermuth, everybody knows about him, underrated tight end. And I want to know what the offensive line is going to do. So that's that's a question for me. But that defense is stout, bro. Like, that defense is very stout. Miles Jack coming over from Jacksonville, getting to revitalize his career, along with the the secondary, which is always a strength, highest paid safety in Minka Fitzpatrick, well worth And it. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um can't like I I really like to see Akilo Witherspoon's on his team as a as a as a depth piece. You know what I'm saying? So if things can go right, a lot of variance. Just looking at the it's schedule though is it it might be his year, or I'm it could be 
Could be Kenny Pickett if, if things don't go right. He went to QBU last year in, in Buffalo, so maybe he, he picked up a thing or two. You know? Well, why didn't he go to QBU when he was in Buffalo? Wasn't he in Buffalo for a year? That's what I'm saying. He went. He went. That's he learned. He learned some things. How oh, they developed oh, Josh. Oh, oh. I thought you were saying like it Josh was like out. a like an off season thing. I'm like, well, damn, he was no, right no. there. <laughs> no, they were saying that Buffalo is one of the best QB developing coaching staffs in the league. Well, because Josh Allen should not have become Josh Allen. Yeah. You remember his first couple of years were well, now. Dayball's gone. Dayball's gone now. Back down in there, he in a different part of New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Either way. Uh, but with the Pittsburgh schedule, man, like, like I said, a lot of variants, seven to 10 wins for Pittsburgh. Like if, Ooh, if okay. that quarterback spot, that's, that's going to be the goal of it for me. If it doesn't go well, close, definitely closer to seven. If that thing goes right, man, and they make it, they're, they're paying so, the ass close to 10. Just, okay. I'll wait for you to do number 12 and then I'll ask you my, my devil's advocate. Okay. Uh, question. I like it. But number 12, I got the Washington Commanders. There they are. Still the football team to me, but they're right. the Commanders. Together. Yep, yep. What are you thinking? It all comes down to Carson Wentz, man. This team is very talented. You know, you got Gibson, McKissick running the ball, McLaren, who just got paid. Right. Curtis Samuel, Dotson, Logan Thomas, if he can get healthy. Stay Naomi healthy. Brown. Is a great yeah. receiver as well. He's got to step up. Yeah. Andrew Norwell anchoring that offensive line. Trey Turner and Tyler Larson are depth pieces. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, Ron has an affinity for Trey Turner. Yeah. <laughs> he always going to be on the squad. Right. And then you got Chase Young, if he can come back healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be out to start the season, though. That's what they're saying. Oh, pup list or something like that. But that, yeah. but with that, you can come off at any time, though. So nice. Then you got the law office of Payne, Allen, and Sweat, also on the defensive line. So that's yeah. just amazing. Holcomb, great linebacker. Yeah. Jamin Davis, David Mayo, Kendall Fuller, Bobby McCain. I mean, they I mean, just got they got names. Right, but they didn't. They underachieved last year, though. You know what I'm saying? And they got Carson Wentz, the king of underachieving. So I think they're all just going to underachieve together. I mean, you you have – I mean, they're at what you got them at, 12. So it's not like they're setting the world on fire. And I think that if they're at 12, they're like – Drew just – all the potential, right? Everybody you named, all the potential, even though they underachieved last year. Carson Wentz has been erratic in camp, which ain't good. So if they're sitting at 12, man, where you have them, what happens? Things are changing. What happens, Sean, when Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, old coach comes in with Jacksonville and beats them week one? Ooh. What's that going to do to Wentz's confidence? Ooh. Ooh. That'd be two big spots. Jacksonville beat his ass. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is going to shake his confidence. That could be a snowball effect. I think, you know, Ron Rivera seems like a steadying force, but Carson Wentz has already proved with some other good coaches that he kind of is numb to that with his spells of, you know, being erratic. So they got, uh, they got two very tough teams who are looking to improve from last year, Jacksonville, Detroit, one, two, then they got two big division games with Philly and Dallas three and four. Then they got the Titans play the bears but then they got the packers colts vikings eagles bam 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 yeah that's a tough stretch i got that's them winning five games five six Ugh. games yeah yeah that that seems like about right you yeah. know that seems like it, it or it could be it could be yeah. put it that way like i know i'm i'm a little bit more optimistic uh on washington like where i have them placed Grew up, uh, 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 I can't say their name, but grew up a Washington <laughs> fan. So I'm yeah. fully prepared to take the disappointment. Nah, I, I can understand where you're coming from that, but I'm a little bit higher on, I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic, but I was more optimistic uh, a couple of weeks ago before these reports of Carson Wentz Being having Carson an up and Wentz. down training camp. Yeah. So we'll see how it turns out. Carson Maybe they Wentz get it turned around. Carson. 
But uh, you you nailed it, man. It, it's going to go how he takes them. And a lot of questions to – there's so many more questions to come with Washington, honestly. There's so many more depending yeah. on how the season goes. So um, that leads me – I got a my- feeling they're going to be in our segments quite a bit this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that leads me into my 12th team. It is – the New England Patriots Ooh. taking a deep dive down uh, the AFC power rankings here. And they can always just fire the offensive coordinator. Well, that'd be Matt Patricia, <laughs> apparently. I think uh, and, and right now, man, it's, it's looking like, you know, Mac Jones talking about being erratic. After his promise of his rookie year, you know, they had a pretty good offense. He's not really taken to this offense as well as he should be, but it also is training camp. So you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, but like they are doing a new running scheme and changing offense a little bit. And it's like, why are you fixing something that doesn't need to be changed? Like, I don't know what they're trying to do, but you know, maybe they're trying to set it up for the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just starting it now, I don't, I don't know, but the receivers are definitely still a problem there. I'm not trying to go in there with, uh, Jacoby Myers and the the other guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to do that. So, the schedule. No, no faith in Kendrick Bourne. Yes, Kendrick. I mean, I like I like Kendrick Bourne, but not to take a team to where you want to go. Fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? As as a one, nah. Like, nah. Nah, I'm not doing that. But come on, Nelson Aguilar. Come on, come on. Nope. <laughs> I will say. Just being in the, the 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 AFC East, obviously they're they're still going to be looking up at Buffalo. Um, and in my eyes, they'll be looking up Dolphins at Miami too. this year yeah, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that leaves the Jets. You know, talking about ask, talking about having more questions to be asked. We talked about it before, man. If they can't get right, I have New England. You know, looking at their schedule, I got them winning five to six games. Um, a couple of big drop off from 11 to 12 right there from what I'm hearing now. I, I, I just don't see it. I think the AFC is too powerful right now for them to play all the good teams. They do. And I think that's part of the problem. So, um, five to six wins. God, their schedule is, it's it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. And that's, that's not, they got two games every week. Mac Jones. It's a test, bro. He will be tested. And the defense is still pretty good. The defense is like, you know, it's still Bill Belichick. It's a Bill Belichick defense. I have, like, they'll win some games, but it's the the, the expectations are higher than that, and I don't think they're going to meet them this year, to yeah. be honest with you. Hypothetically speaking, you have the AFC West as your wild cards. Mm-hmm. So out of the teams you just gave me, and even throwing in number eight who you had last week, Colts, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, who you said if some things go right for them, they could have better years. So who do you see, if you had to say, out of the Colts, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, who do you expect things to go well for? And who out of the Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, do they knock out of the playoffs if things go well? Colts, Dolphins, you said the first one. Colts, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers. Mm. probably the dolphins i'll be honest like probably probably the dolphins i could see things going the most right because i feel like to uh i don't know maybe it was just about researching them to maybe it's it, it's i'm getting wrapped up in it just like having researched them but i feel like Tua should be set up you know what i'm saying he just has to not screw it up the Colts, <laughs> yeah. but i expect the Colts to be there though yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it's I think it's a given with the Colts that they are going to be in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Just because I have faith in Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Yeah. So um, and now who would they kick out of the playoffs? Who were those teams? The who AFC they West, not named Chargers. Denver. It's gotta be Denver. It's gotta be Denver. Yep. Highest variance, man. Yeah. Well, I'm also calling it, man. And that's it because I'm scared of the lady downstairs, but I think Pat Mahomes is going to have such a huge chip on his shoulder. I think every game he's going to be like, Tyreek said what? Yeah. I can see him like. Two was better than me. (laughs) What? 
what? <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think my man's about to go off. Who he throws it to, we'll see. But yeah. I think he's gonna might throw it to himself. <laughs> so who knows? If he if he does it this year, man, that'll just add to his legend, you know. And then like he'll be worth like it'll be no doubt that he's worth every bit of that big ass contract that he got, you know. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Well, next week we'll switch it up. I'll uh, round out uh, my nine through twelve. AFC Sean will take the NFC because now I'm very intrigued where he goes from here with the NFC teams. Me too. Picked. Me too. Uh, and I I got some decisions to make on the AFC side. So after that we got two more episodes. We got three more that one and then two more rounding out the bottom and then we're ready for week one, man. We're talking season previews, week one, talking uh, fantasy football uh, by anybody not named me. So we'll bring some people on to talk fantasy football because. I enjoy my football, but I know when to bow out of the conversation. So I'm going to prove y'all wrong this year. I'm not. I'm going to be on the bad back. year. Uh, I'm going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sean, where can they uh, where can they find you? At the kids uh, on Twitter at nickel underscore dom fb on Twitter as well, and at nickel underscore dom uh, football on IG. Uh, Drew, where can they find you at on the socials, my guy? At left with Harrison. All one word on Instagram, DrewHarrisonComedy.com. Uh, a special comes out on the 26th. I need y'all to watch it. You know, just even turn it on and walk away. You know, do your chores. Just have it on in the background. You know, I just yes, need them, yes. them views and them streams. You know, Let's I mean? do so, it. Let's do it. But uh, hit that subscribe button. We will see you next week.